Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello once again from Romania. I hope you're having a good week. We are enjoying a nice, quiet, rainy morning here in Romania. It's a nice break from the hot weather. Today we will look at our 20th message from the book of Ephesians called Not Once Named. Our verses for today will be found in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. Ephesians chapter 5, verse Verses 3 and 4. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather of giving thanks. This chapter starts by telling us to be followers of God and walk in love. It then tells us that the sinful works that the unsaved do should not be once named among the saints. These works of the flesh and works of the unsaved are shameful to even talk about. If a child of God is named among those who do such things, then great harm will come to the testimony of the church. A child of God may sin, but to publicly be pointed out or be known to be covetous or a fornicator, this is a shame and embarrassment to the body of Christ. Many Christians today simply do not care. They are going to sin anyway. But God, our Father, sees this as a grave error. He does not approve of this and will judge it. Today, let's look in greater detail at the warning from these verses. First today, a child of God should be above reproach. It tells us in verse 3, not once named. A child of God who has the Holy Spirit to help him should live a life above public reproach. A person should not be able to say, look, there goes that Christian that cheated on his wife, or over there is that Christian that talks foolishly and lies about everyone. That should not happen. Every Christian sins and makes mistakes at times, but this goes much further. These open public sins hurt the body of Christ and give Christians and the gospel a bad name. When a Christian does such things in the open, it turns people away from the truth and salvation. Let's look at the example given in 1 Corinthians. Let's read this entire passage as it states the case very clearly. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 1 through 13. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. 
And ye are puffed up, and have not rather mourned, that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily, as absent in body, but present in spirit, have judged already, as though I were present, concerning him that hath so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together, and my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such an one unto Satan, for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters, for then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company, if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such an one know not to eat. For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not ye judge them that are within? But them that are within God judgeth. Therefore put away from among yourselves that wicked person. This chapter describes the situation very, very clearly. This sin in this chapter was done in the open and commonly reported in the city. This is the point where a church must exercise discipline to a church member. This is not something to boast about or ignore. It should not be named among Christians. Instead, we are to be blameless, good examples, and without spot in this world. Let's read a few passages from the Bible that tell us that. Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. So we are to be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke. Again, Philippians chapter 1, verses 10 and 11 that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. And then one more verse, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. There are six specific sins mentioned in Ephesians chapter 5, fornication, which are sexual sins, uncleanness, covetousness, filthiness, foolish talking, and jesting. The first three sins mentioned are fornication, uncleanness, filthiness, which are simply lust of the flesh. Uncleanness is the opposite of righteousness. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7, For God hath not called us unto uncleanness, 
but unto holiness. Fornication is sexual activity outside of marriage. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 18-20 through 20. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. The fourth sin is covetousness. Covetousness is a great desire to have something belonging to someone else. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. The fifth sin mentioned in Ephesians chapter 5 is foolishness, which is vain talking that leads to strife and gossip. Titus chapter 3, verse 3. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lust and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. And then verse 9, But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. And the sixth and last sin mentioned in Ephesians 5 is jesting, which is not convenient. Jesting is something done or said for amusement. In this context, the jesting hurts the person being talked about. This kind of foolish jesting talk does not edify or help the other person. These are sins that should not be once mentioned among Christians. Ephesians 5.12 tells us, For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. These things should not be named among us. And further, it is a shame to speak of the evil, sinful things that are done in secret. Not long ago, it was shameful to speak of such things, but now it is laughed and talked about with no shame. Second today from this passage, we are not to fellowship or be partakers with people who do such things. Let's continue reading in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 7 through 11. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. It is clear from 1 Corinthians chapter 5, the passage that we read, that we must walk in this world. We cannot escape it entirely, but we can avoid fellowshipping or spending free time with such sinful activities. Instead, here in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11, we should be reproving them. The Bible tells us to come out from among them and be separate. Christians today instead get real close to such things. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? 
Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of a living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Third, today, we should walk in the light and prove what is acceptable. Ephesians 5.8 For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And then Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Fourth and last today, when we walk as children of light, we reprove this world of such sins. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 13 and 14. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Christians are supposed to be the light of the world, and we should walk and live like it. It is a good example and reproves this world. Jesus told us the Comforter would come and reprove this world. The Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, now lives in every child of God. When we walk in the Spirit, our life should reprove and convict those around us. Of course, if we are walking in the flesh, that will not happen. John chapter 16, verses 7 through 11. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin, because they believe not on me, of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and ye see me no more, of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. In conclusion today, Ephesians chapter 5 makes it clear, these sins should not be once named among a child of God. It is a bad testimony and example to this world. Such outward public sins will harm the church and turn people away from considering Christ as their Savior. If you are a child of God today, please be careful about your testimony and the effect it can have. If you have never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, then please call on Him to save you today. Yes, there are some Christians that are a bad example. It saddens me to say that. However, it is not an excuse. You will still give account to God after you die. And if Jesus Christ has never saved you, then you will have to pay for your sins for all eternity in hell. Please come to him today and ask him to save you. Next time, Lord willing, we will look at another message from the book of Ephesians. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you have a good day.